What up, Snapback fam? We've got a member of the 2022 NFL Draft with us today. It's David Bell from Purdue. Is it University of Purdue or Purdue University? And do people care? Because I know Ohio State, if you leave out the or the, <laughs> they get upset. Which one uh, is it? It's Purdue University. I've never heard anyone say University of Purdue. So I think Purdue University is the It sounds like something I would slip up on. Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard <laughs> Word, word. All right. Well, we're happy to have you here. You're getting ready for the draft. The draft is coming up really fast. What has this entire process been like since your last game at Purdue up until right now? It's been crazy, man. Like, I didn't know it was this much. You know, I just thought, you know, you train for a few weeks and then combine in the draft. But now nah, it's, it's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Uh, meeting with my agency, Vander Sports, went out to New York a few times. Uh, going to different places and trying to find the right facility to train at to prepare for a combine. Then the combine itself is just a whole thing. Uh, just being able to like mingle with some of the coaches, players, players in this upcoming draft and, you know, making some long-time friends like in that process. Uh, Chris Olave, someone that I had a chance to meet and, and talk to him. Jalen Tober from South Alabama. Uh, just being able to talk to some of those guys like that, it's just been an you know, amazing experience, but it's definitely been crazy. And then just like right now, I just feel like it's the longest month ever. Like mm -hmm. April, like it's been dragging on. Like cause the draft is here in like a few days, but it's feel like it's been like a year. So <laughs> just trying to get through. Yeah, you said that you uh, it's a lot that you didn't expect. And <clears throat> I feel like Jack and I is, what, what should we call ourselves, Jack? Let's just call ourselves the Twitter fingers. We just see what we see on Twitter. We obviously don't go through the process yourself, but there's the famous stories of like DK Metcalf meeting with Pete Carroll and Pete Carroll taking his shirt off. I know as an Eagles fan, Nick Sirianni, like is playing rock, paper, scissors with these guys. Is there any experience that you had so far where it was just an obscure ask from a coach or something that just really took you by surprise? Surprisingly, it, uh, it wasn't, you know, I've heard those stories too and going mm -hmm. through the uh, we had a mentor, Coach DJ, who was at a, who was at the place that I trained at in House of Athletes. He told us some of the crazy stories that some of his players experienced. So I definitely was going in with that mindset, like, okay, I'm gonna have to be prepared for anything. But <clears throat> it, it was really laid back. Like a lot of the coaches, you know, they was real cool people, just like having regular conversations, just asking about like family life and stuff like that. But I did not have to experience nothing like that. You know, I'm thankful for it. I wish I was hoping you gave us a story of Andy <laughs> Reid took his shirt off or something when you walked in the room. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were doing, obviously we've seen you play. Um, Abe actually went to Penn state. So he's in the conference. I went to Texas. So I've kept an eye on you obviously, but I was going through your social media and it doesn't seem like you're too active on social, your Twitter. I mean, you got obviously a lot of love for Purdue football. Like, what do you like to do in your free time? What's what's interesting to you? Uh, free time, I'm a big game head. Like, I play Call of Duty, Madden, 2K. I, I got the PS5, so I hopped on the Spider-Man. I played that. Like, I just been playing games since I was a little kid. And that's really, if I'm not doing anything football related or doing anything sports related and I'm really just on the game. And I think like playing Call of Duty, like uh, the Warzone version of it, that's just like got me and my friends like closer because that's what we really all do is just play the game. Yeah, It's the best. It connects you so close to your friends. For Abe and I, it was Fortnite in college. And I know the same thing for a lot of people with Call of Duty. 
What do you think your Madden rating's gonna be when you finally get drafted? Uh, I hate to say it, but I think it's probably seventy, seventy something. You know, but it, based off of the combine performance, like even though I had a good college career, like a lot of people gonna base that combine performance. But I think after a few games, you know, it's gonna raise tremendously for sure. So you played at Purdue. You played in the Big Ten. You've got quite the resume. First team All American, Big Ten wide receiver of the year, first team All Big Ten. Is there one specific moment, game, play that really sticks out um, in your mind as something you'll always remember playing at Purdue? So we played Nebraska my freshman year. Uh, we just came off of a tough loss to Wisconsin. So we was eliminated from uh bowl we going to a bowl game so it was just like just to play just to play a type deal so it was a tough game like, it wasn't one of my best games uh I was struggling but you know the defense stuck through there and you know we had the opportunity to win the game uh and unfortunately our starting quarterback got hurt he fractured his ankle so we had a backup come in <clears throat> like on the second to last drive and then on the last drive like we get backed up on the minus one so we got to drive 99 yards like to go score and we do that and we go and it's like we're on a two-yard line uh i get a reverse call to me you know we practiced it earlier that week and they gave the formation uh that we practiced it we ran it and i was in zone that was just like definitely if not uh, things that i remember remember the most here at Purdue. capping off the 99 yard game winning drive you gotta love it all right, so what did you what did you order? Because we just launched, so this is the Snapback Sports Podcast, and we just launched the Snapback Kitchen, which is live in 15 states, 40 locations across the country, a virtual restaurant. And our menu is chicken tenders, mac and cheese, french fries. Do you like any of those types of food, David? Yeah, most definitely. I, I grew up on that. So like steak and shake at late night after games and a chicken tender combo, so... That's definitely a good start. You know, the chicken tenders and the fries, like, that's definitely a good start. I'm, I'm going to have to check it out for sure, for sure. All right. Well, I was going to our... say, Jack, you asked him if he liked any of that. Had he said no on this podcast, like, his draft stock would have plummeted if you yeah. don't like chicken yeah, fingers, mac and I know cheese, he's a smart, fries. I know he's a smart man. I know he's a smart man. Well, the real question is we have our own signature snapback sauce. I'm from Maryland, so it's a little bit of Old Bay and some ranch. What would David Bell's go-to sauce be if he had his own sauce? Uh, like I got to create it myself or just like... You, either one. Like if you have one in your head, you're like hot sauce plus honey mustard plus orange. That could be the David Bell sauce. Or you just have like a, I'm a ketchup guy. It'll be, uh, it may sound nasty, but like I like barbecue sauce, ranch, and then like a little bit of honey. Like that doesn't that, sound nasty at all. Oh yeah, because I I told some of my friends that and like when I be making it at, at the crib at home, they be looking at me like, "What are you doing, bro?" Like, <laughs> all right, but what's the what's the homemade recipe? What's the ratio of barbecue to ranch? You just gotta eyeball it, so it's different for everybody. Like I just, it depends on how much food I have. So I do like maybe three squirts of each, and then just one swirl of honey, then mix it together, and then 
Ah, uh, yes, the official measuring of the NFL squirts and swirls. <laughs> you just gotta feel it out. You just hey, gotta man, feel they're, it out. They're using they're using chains and note cards to measure first down. So David's right. He's right there with the swirls. Thanks. <laughs> That's funny. All what right. It, well, what? we know that the at the combine they took away the wonderlick tests. Um, luckily for you, I mean, I don't know how you would have scored. Um, however, unfortunately for you, we did not get rid of the Wonderlick test. So Jack and I have put together this Wonderlick test that'll pretty much tell us in a nutshell right here how your career is going to play out in the NFL. We've done the NFL, <clears throat> we've done the draft series for how long, Jack? Now, yeah, a few years. Evan McPherson kicked in the Super Bowl last year. I mean Trayvon Diggs. So they perform well on the test. It's normally a really good indicator. So we'll see how you fare. All right, bet. That sounds good to me. I'm not a good test taker, so. All right, well, we'll see, Perfect. Jack. I'll start it off. All right, question number one. What is the only letter in the alphabet that isn't in the name of any of, of the United States states? Is it Z? Fortunately, Z is in, wait, where was Z? In? Arizona, sorry. Uh, I don't even know myself. <laughs> the answer is Q. The answer is Q. All right. This this one's a good one. It's a shout out to your agency also. What does NFT stand for? A non-fundable token. There we, there go. we go. Okay. All I right. was gonna say they might they might cut you straight up <laughs> if you didn't get that one right. Okay. One for two. Okay. Okay. What gets wetter the more that it dries? Let me rephrase that. The more it dries, the wetter it gets. What is it? The more it dries, the wetter it gets. Uh, is it paint? It's a towel. I was going to say that. <laughs> Paint's actually like a really good guess now that I think about it. Don't say it is, yeah. Paint? Should we start it, accepting pain as an answer? I think, I, I'll, I, yeah, I'll, it's a different way of thinking. But no, but paint starts wet and then gets dry. Yes, it does. But it's a, it's an interesting thought, um, and I like that because we're always we are giving out bonus and always measuring the creative thought process. Like Trayvon, when we gave him his, there was a question about finishing first or second. It was a trick question, and he was like, "I only finish first. That's an acceptable answer in that case. So uh, I'll give them, I'll, we'll add that to the bonus structure. All right, Abe, you asked this one. I don't like this question. This is Abe's favorite question. There's no pre, what are you doing, Jack? This is a, this is a test that we pulled. Which word in the dictionary is spelled incorrectly? <laughs> uh, I'm honestly not sure. <laughs> The word incorrectly is spelled incorrectly. <laughs> That's just glad they didn't have the one to test that. To, yeah. That's right, just this, a demoralizing look in his eyes from that one. <laughs> this is a more football based question. Your team is down 14 with five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. You just scored a touchdown. So you just caught a touchdown. You're the head coach. What are you doing? So we're down 14 or we're down seven? You're down now, eight. Well, now you're down eight, extra point pending. 
Oh, so you're saying am I kicking a field goal or going for two? Yes, correct. So you're down eight, you can make it seven with five minutes left, or you can make it six. If you don't convert the... I'm making it six. You know, I'm going for six. So when my defense gets to stop, you know, just go and take the field goal. Go win the game. Yeah. And then you have another opportunity to go for it if you don't get the two-point conversion the first time around. But I just have a quick question before we move on with the test. That's like a very, like we, we talk about sports nerds and the computers and analytics and how much they've taken over sports. Like an analytics nerd will say 100 times out of 100, and I'm talking about Jack, um, will say go for two. But is there some type of feel in the game that these computers aren't accounting for that helps make decisions? Because, yeah, you could say the right decision analytically is to go for two and be down six points or eight points and then have another chance. But if their offense, the other team's offense isn't doing or is just running all over you guys all game and you guys are having trouble stopping them, maybe the feel for the game says you kick the extra point and then go for overtime. It definitely is a feel for the game and like the momentum aspect. I feel like if if we go down and score, but we've been we've been struggling like moving the ball and we don't have that momentum, so then we'll kick the field goal. But if we've been on fire and we just happen to be down fourteen, but the momentum is picking up and like we got the momentum to go for two, then yeah, of course we go for two. And then for the defense, like you said, if if we can't stop them, then we'll probably just kick that field goal and then have the seven point game, and then hopefully we can stop them again. Jack, what are your thoughts on that? <clears throat> You're, I, I see. I told you a hundred times <laughs> out of a hundred times he's gonna well, go with the computer. I, I'm a I'm a Ravens fan, and so John Harbaugh is always going for two off feel, and I'm for that. I want him being aggressive because playing aggressive is the right way to play in general. When you're down 14 and you score a touchdown, you go for two because it gives you a higher probability of winning the uh, game. Probability, you nerd. There, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for look, players got to make plays, but you want to put them in the most advantageous spots. And so I think the the math says such, but I'm not that nerdy. I'm not that nerdy. All right, let's continue on with the test. We got a few more questions, three more questions. Mike is a butcher at a meat shop. He's five foot ten and a size nine shoe. What does he weigh? This is my favorite part every year is just <laughs> they, they start going through and halfway through the test, they're like, none of the information you give me actually matters. So then they start figuring out like, what's the actual angle here? Hold on, can you say it again? Yeah. So Mike is a butcher in a meat shop. He's five foot, 10 inches tall and wears a size nine shoe. What does he weigh? like 180 he actually weighs meat because he works at a butcher shop (laughs) (laughs) maybe we're making a little too hard this year no no this is good look (laughs) i i will say they don't have the wonderlick test to base this off of but you gotta you gotta have them thinking on all maybe the nfl will bring back the wonderlick if we're in charge of it that's true. That would be a good idea. Yeah, I, I recommend it. You know, I won't have to take it anymore. So for <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is your one. You'd this nail is your it. One. Yeah, you'd nail it. Second time there. All right. Next question. What is at the end of a rainbow? <laughs> I 
You can see the look in his eyes. Like, I know they're fucking with me. I just don't know how. I mean, I would say like a pot of gold. So would I. And I think that's the correct answer. But, but, but Abe's, I, Abe's answer is the letter W. <laughs> he's, just, he's just getting right, This is a good one. Give him the last question. All this right, is a good question. Last question. And then we'll, uh, we'll judge your score. Some months have 30 days. Some months have 31 days. How many months have 28 days? I mean, that's because it's a leap year, so one. All of the months have 28 days. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it's a tough test. We're going to give it to you. You had you thought on your toes. You're able to read the defense, and you, you switched up, and you switched the formation, and you went with paint instead of a towel for that question. And that's something that you can't teach at the next level. So based no. off that test, we've got a – all pro career trajectory for you. Um, just maybe don't think there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I don't know. <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate that. So hopefully I can live up to those high expectations. There you Appreciate go. It. I think you will. I know, I assume you're not allowed to say, but based off where you're from, based off where you play college ball, is there a team or an area of the country that you would prefer to be drafted? Oh, no, it's not really a team or area uh, that I would prefer to be drafted. You know, I'd just be lucky to get my name called on the first or second or third day. You know, I'm just looking for opportunity for a team. Let's change up that question a little bit. Did you grow (laughs) up a fan of the NFL and which team were you a fan of if you did? Uh, Yeah, yes and no. Like when I was early, like when I was younger, I did. But when I got to about like fifth grade, it was more so college sports. But growing up, Giants fan, uh, my <laughs> grandpa. <laughs> I'm an Eagles fan. My grandpa, he was a, a, you know, a huge Giants fan. So when Lawrence Taylor, Phil Sims, right. when they won those two Super Bowls, like the house was decked in Giants gear. His man cave is full of Giants gear. So just being around him, like, definitely made me a Giants fan for sure. And then That's in fifth cool. grade, what collegiate <clears throat> team were you a fan of? Was it always Purdue? No, no, no. I didn't become a Purdue fan until I committed. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. Growing up, I was a a Florida fan. I loved Tim Tebow. Like, that was somebody that I used to watch him, like Percy Harvin and stuff like that. So, Florida, yeah, that was really it. And then when uh, Urban Meyer went to Ohio State, like, I loved, liked Urban Meyer and, like, Braxton Miller. He's my favorite uh, college football player of all time. So, probably Ohio State and Florida. There's got to be a documentary on that Florida team between Tebow, Cam Newton, Percy Harvin, Aaron Hernandez, Urban yep. Meyer. They just had characters all over the field. Yeah, they did. The Bouncy Brothers. Oh. Yep. yep. Yeah. Who, David, who did you, who would you say you modeled your game after or who do you study uh, currently in the league? Uh, so a few guys that I study, you know, would be Keenan Allen, uh, Allen Robinson, uh, of course, Devontae Adams. I've been looking at more Cooper Cuff, you know, just based off what he did this previous year, uh, just being dominant. So I've been just studying those guys right there, just trying to pick different parts from each one of their games. I think if I were watching Cooper Cup tape, I'd be like, hmm, I'll try and just always be open like he was this year. 
<laughs> it was insane. He was so dominant. Yeah. He definitely. Who, what are you about to say? No, I was just going to say, who's the quarterback that you would want to catch a touchdown from the most? I said Lamar Jackson. Oh, I'm a, let's I'm go. A, <laughs> man, yeah. I like Lamar. I liked him you know, when he came on the scene in the college level and just – even though he take all the criticism, he still, you know, thrives and does greatness. So I'd probably say Lamar. Yeah, you have to stretch out for that ball if you want to catch it. <laughs> oh. The only reason I say it. So Jack and I have been friends since we were childhood, and pretty much anything he supports, I hate, and vice versa. And him being a Ravens fan has caused me to hate everything about the Baltimore Ravens. Not even I'm an Eagles fan, not even in my division, not even in my conference. Genuinely, I think that if the Ravens played the Cowboys in the Super Bowl as an Eagles fan, I think I'd root for the Cowboys. I actually wouldn't watch. Wow. <laughs> it's love, but it's all out of love, right? Nah, nah not really. <laughs> yeah, we call Lamar, we call Lamar the baby goat. We know that the criticism is just irrational. So hopefully, I mean, we would love to have him in Baltimore, but um you could yeah, that would be cool. I'm a lot of people, I mean, when we ask wideouts, Tom Brady is a common answer, obviously. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, you know, those guys. But Lamar, every, all the players love Lamar, and I think they recognize his greatness. Yeah, he's definitely the truth, and I feel like here in a few years, he could be like one of the – nah, he is going to be one of the best in the league. Nah, he could be. He is, no lie. You know that. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> only if you get there. All right. <laughs> well, David, we appreciate you going through our Wonderlick test. I know that's tough. You were the first one we put to the test this year, so we're still ironing out the full details on it and the grading system. But you did very nicely, and we like the creativity. Uh, we're excited for you to get drafted to wherever you end up. Where uh, where can people find you? What's your social media? What's your gamer tag if people <laughs> if you want to play with some peeps? You know where where should people look for you? Uh, so my Instagram is dbell.3. Uh, my gamer tag is dbell underscore three. And then my Twitter is db3ll underscore. So that's for you guys. I mean, you know, I really hope I get a follow and a few friend requests on my uh, on my gamer tag. And we get active for sure. There we go. Next time someone asks uh, you where to find you, even though he's asked about social media, just say the end zone and hang up. There you go. Forget Put social media. Find hey, me in the end zone. That's good. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, well, really appreciate the time. Oh, last question. What happens if you get drafted to a team who already has a player wearing number three? What are we going to do? Uh, I think if it depends on who the player is. Like, I'm going to have to. Like, you'll try and fight him for it or something. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. I'm going to try to do something you feel me I probably just got to pay that fee you know just to pay whatever to get that number number three means a lot to me uh it's from a friend that unfortunately lost his life due to gun violence uh so that's why we're number three and hopefully I have the opportunity to wear it in the league too so I'm gonna try to do whatever I can to get that number I don't think we have a number three in Philadelphia so come on down we'll grab a cheesesteak that's it <laughs> Ladies and gents, David Bell from Purdue going into the NFL draft next week. Cannot wait. Thanks, David. Appreciate it. Best of luck. Thank you.
one sec. We gotta pay real bad. That's not <laughs> so what are your three picks tonight Nets Raptors it's the last oh. game oh. you think we lose it's down yeah, to one and a half I think Yeah, I like it better at two honestly what does that mean it's at two on FanDuel like points. if it was one and a half, it's too much, you know. I am genuinely always like, maybe this is just being, maybe this is the Jew in me. But like, if you're gonna take a Raptors money line at plus one hundred eight, why not take minus two alternate spread? No, I agree with that. For Raptors minus two and a half for sixteen extra cents. I also want to get into this new game where there's so many fucking bets on so many games all over in every sport. There is a fuck up on this website somewhere. We just have to find it. Right. And I think it's Raptors plus two. <laughs> but you have to be a certified bitch to take Raptors plus two. Why? And not the money line. Why? You're going to tell me the Sixers are going to win by one? That'd be fire, but... (laughs) Boston has won 13 straight, including four playoff games with Eric Lewis officiating. All right, ready? I just sat in the NBA group. What, <laughs> what the fuck is that? That came from. Oh. 
So urban culture. Trace dos uros. All right, fam, we are back and it's time for Jack's rant. A new segment. Yeah, I'm going to go. Rant. All right, this is a the flopping in the playoffs is absurd. And we'll start in Boomer. Miami. We'll start at Miami where Trey Young flops around like a little fish and then grabs a Kyle Lowry's ankle and Bogdanovich is hitting people in midair and it's just not right. But then there's a clip from a specific angle of Kyle Lowry literally like putting his hand in DeAndre Hunter's armpit and then trying to flop and flop around like a fish. And then there's this team in Philadelphia that gets fouled. Cool. That's all there is to be said. No, it's not, though. And this is where I'm getting annoyed with the general NBA. And I think we should do something about it because it's just going to get worse over years because the new way the game is officiated, which no one is doing anything wrong. I just want to state that no one is doing anything wrong under the current rules. And I'm not even talking about the general like Harden's upswing or like last year when Trey would jump into people and like they fixed that. But generally the touch fouls are so like they're just called and they're called correctly because those are the rules but like i'm watching the third quarter last night of of that heat game and it's just like the first four minutes they're trying to get around screens and then like you just kind of flop a little and they'll call a foul because there is contact and it just it makes the game like pretty tough to watch at times because of the rules now let's go to philadelphia where once again i will state James Harden, master taking advantage of the rules. No one can guard Joel Embiid, hence why he is constantly fouled. And you always say, stop fouling. Okay, that's fair. Tell me why, though, they flop. And I'm not saying they didn't get fouled, but what what are the theatrics? And and does and do you think there's any issue? Like, what's your right. thoughts on them? My my thought I have a I have a question to your question. Okay. So you asked me, tell me what, what'd you ask? <laughs> tell me why they flop. Yeah. Okay. If they are being fouled, like you say, tell me why you give a shit. Because the, it's, the whistle's it's, getting blown and the clock yeah. isn't running and they're going to commercial break no matter what. Why does Boomer Jack give such, why do you feel so passionately about this? If after all, they are being fouled. So that yeah, that's a very good question. I would say a couple of things. I would just say it's like it just ruins because you the, hate the Sixers at the Heat and the Hawks. No, 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 dude. The biggest flopper in the world is Chris Paul. He's game. That's that was my Hawks. next point. Like Your he, favorite player of all time is one of the smartest players of all time. Why is he one of the smartest players of all time? Because he understands the rules of the NBA exactly. and he takes advantage of that for his team. So uh, you know what? A little consistency. If you, no, can, no, no, no. if you can hold the, Chris Paul to being so smart for doing this, but get so mad that other people are quote unquote flopping to me, I call it assault when they're playing the Sixers. That's simply what it is. You can call <laughs> well, it whatever you want. Hey, the, the, the answer to the question, actually, there was a correct answer. It's because why do, why do they flop? It's because 
it's the right way to do it and you get rewarded for it. And there's a player, LeBron James, many will disagree with this. Many will disagree because he has turned into a complainer of sorts and he has flopped at points in his career. But where he has lacked flopping and what is probably limited from being one of the best scorers of all time is the fact that he used to drive and go strong to the rim. And so there was respect to where people were like, okay, if he gets hit, it's just because like LeBron's big. So it's whatever. Same thing with Shaq. And now Embiid, who is seven, two and cannot be guarded. He flops because he knows he's going to get that call. What, what does bother me? I'll say is like every, <laughs> every time down that James Harden goes towards the basket, he's hacked. It's like, I know it, no, 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 it's hands up. Like, in disbelief crying tears and like he just can't imagine a world where someone ever play good defense or and maybe no one i can. can't either yeah maybe no one can but i'll tell you it is it is unfun to watch flopping whether or not and so i do would you have just, a do you have a do you in your i'm looking at your apartment right now i see your tv there nice tv by the way did it come with a remote or do you have to get up to change the channel uh, I can, I have a remote. Why is that? Oh yeah. So a simple way to just, you know, it's unwatchable. Change the fucking channel. You boomer. I do. I stop. Like, I don't watch those games in the four. I just go on my phone because they're literally unwatchable. Oh, they don't flop on your phone. <laughs> what the highlights? No, there's no flop. I mean, James Harden and Joel Embiid hit the floor like nine times a game. It's just not, that part's not fun to watch. Like I said, it's not their fault because they're doing the right thing. They're maximizing the the points in the basketball. Like you game. grew up playing your best sport growing up, playing a sport that the foundation of soccer is flopping. The and, foundation. And they and you, did something and you love about watching it. a 90 minute footy match where these guys are getting touch in the kneecap and holding their face. Correct. And, and it was problematic and it was unfun to watch. So they oh, made they changes it and nobody's flopping in soccer. Now no, flopping no, no. in soccer is fixed. Of course. No, of course it's not fixed, but there is, there has been a change and you will actually be penalized if you flop. I don't, I think you can get fined if you flop in the NBA, but like, there's nothing on court. Like, wouldn't it be fun? Maybe not for your team, but would it be more interesting if Chris Paul's bringing up the ball, he gets touched on the wrist, he does his fucking, and if you're on Spotify, you can see the video. <laughs> People clip that. He, he does his fucking thing. I need a gift of that. He, and he gets called for an offensive foul for flopping. I think that would actually be really interesting because it's it at least then you second guess like should i be flopping every single time down of course it then will have right but for a guy reviews, like but... joel Embiid, who is so much bigger and stronger than everybody who's getting like you said getting fouled every time legitimately but without a little selling it the refs don't know that because of how big and strong he is so it's right. like what does he do does he not flop and then not not get the right call or does he no, do what's right, right? Exactly. Well, it's like it, he so can't control say, how big and strong he is and how goaded he is and how he's the better than Shaq ever was and how he's the MVP. He cannot help that. He can't. He really can't. No, he can't. It's just given to him. But I think if flopping was penalized, maybe the refs would start to call. Because now it's gone from a – now it's almost you have to flop or, like you said, you won't get the call. So now it's like a really bad situation where when a player doesn't flop – 
they're not rewarded for being fouled. And it's how an, much it's is a, Nick Nurse Venmoing you for this rant? <laughs> Speaking of which, that's that's the irony of it all, right? It's the irony is that Raptors fans, and I'm not including Eagleson on this because I don't consider him a fan, considering he doesn't even know what a three-point line is. Um, Raptors fans are crying to the heavens above. And Nick Nurse is going to the podium after game one, before game two, after game two. Sorry, sir. Maybe don't get clapped by 20. I'm seeing, oh, well, if the Sixers didn't shoot any free throws, the Raptors would have won 89 to 80. Yeah, well, if Jameis Winston didn't throw any interceptions, he probably would have won the fucking MVP of the NFL. That's not how it works. But the irony is that the Raptors fans are crying. Nick Nurse is at the podium. He'll probably be at the podium within the next 20 minutes before this game, hammering that there's more calls on the refs. They even bring in a ref tonight who's called the most foul, the least amount of fouls in the last three years in the playoffs for Sixers Raptors. Okay, Nick, you fished your wish. You got the ref. Whatever. Well, but I mean, the it, irony of it all is that that clip from Kyle Lowry comes out last night where it's just like you can say what you want about James Harden and Joel Embiid. Nothing has been more egregious and ridiculous than that Kyle Lowry play last night. And that man has a statue in Toronto. He has a statue. Maybe he like, culture changed him. I will say, like this whole conversation, which I think was probably an upset to be somewhat agreeable and mature to a degree. Like I didn't, I didn't think we'd both did I agree end up. On? No, but I, just my, like, what, I'm in agreement. If you don't want us to shoot free throws, I implore you, don't foul. And the same way you agree that Embiid has to flop to get the calls he deserves because it's just not rewarded if he doesn't. I think that Nick Nurse, he's played it right, if we're being completely honest. Like he's wow. because you know, like you just said, they got the official who's not gonna call fouls. You know tonight they're not gonna call as many fouls. Like now Embiid I want to take over on our free throws tonight. Can we get a market of that up? I I, would, I would bet you on that. I, I would bet that. The Sixers do not shoot um, as many free. I, they'll take less free throws than they did in games one and two. They're on the road. They won't have the hometown whistle. I think that's why I believe the Raptors can win the game tonight. And look, Abe, I do hear you that, you know, stop fouling, obviously. They're getting killed in general. Game one, Van Vliet has two fouls before the game even starts. Game two, I know he was sick, but Trenton has four fouls in the first three minutes. OG has two fouls. Like I heard, it, I heard the Raptors were pretty deep coming into the series. And that's why a did, lot of people wanted to take them to upset us. That's what it, I was told. I just like keep the energy when it's two one, and you know you grow a little, you grow a little hair on your chest because you got to look, you got to look a little nervous in the face. But the six. If it's will be two right. one, if it's two one tonight i will sleep like a fucking baby that's a lot I'll, I'll be i'll be slandering doc rivers on the timeline before bed but i'll For still sure. sleep fine you'll sleep perfectly fine that's yeah. fair i just i'm anti-flop and as we say that we move on to marcus smart who's, <laughs> he's really good at flopping and he gets a bunch of you know stupid calls because of it but marcus smart I just find, the fun. irony is that kyle lowry is a statue outside of toronto and that you are so angry at flopping and chris paul is your favorite player of all time that's the irony in the entire i hate situation. it i hate it i mean we commend chris paul for being the smartest player because he's taking advantage of those rules consistency always... with joel Embiid, please and james harden that's all all i'm saying is you say whatever they're bitches go raptors <laughs> Marcus Smart, he wore the robe into the game. He wins Defensive Player of the Year. This isn't a flex. This isn't a name drop. It's just for context. 
just so I have another leg to stand on because people say, oh, you're a hater. I, I can't hate everyone. I can. I don't. I, I can. Personally. Hate. I personally can. Anyways, Harold Bob Vulgaris. He is a famous sports better. He is. One more time. Harold Bob Vulgaris. That's his name. He's Spell Harold Bob for me. H-A-R-A-L-B-O-B. Harold Bob. He's actually really famous. Parents may, thought they had one with that one. <laughs> you may know him. So his backstory is he was an excellent sports better, like professional gambler, like the best ever, some say. He gets into Bitcoin, so he gets really rich and he stops betting on sports, you know, whatever. Mark Cuban hires him to work in the front office. So to work kind of with the GM, but really implement advanced analytics, all these things, models, blah, blah, blah. He's smarter than Abe and I, I think. I think so. I don't think that. I happen to be in a chat with him. You should follow him on Twitter. He's 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 actually pretty good when it comes to um, just informational stuff on Twitter. Anyways, he puts in the chat, LOL, you know, Marcus Smart wins Defensive Player of the Year. There's not a metric that you could show that says Marcus Smart was Defensive Player of the Year, yet alone what one of the top 10 most impactful players in the NBA defensively this season. So with that being said, Marcus Smart wins defensive player of the year. He's the first guard since Gary Payton. And I think for good reason, that's the case because guards just have a tough time limiting the majority of basketball. For example, one of those metrics with Robert Williams off the floor and then with Marcus Smart off the floor, the Celtics are better with Williams on and Smart off. So like, he's like, he's not even the most impactful defensive player on his own team, let alone in the whole league. So that's my second rant. Uh, the second half of the podcast sponsored by Jack's rant use code munchies. Abe, did you care at all that Marcus smart won? Do you think he no, should have I saw a tweet and it summed it up perfectly. It was that Marcus smart won the first ever. All right, chill, take it. Defensive player of the year award. Like they're they're Like every single year we have these arguments. It's right. It's, analytics verse it's the analytics guys versus the he can guard one through five guys but it's actually funny because marcus smart doesn't fall into either of those buckets right, right. a wing player like ben simmons or matisse Thybul would fall into one of those buckets not mark is smart maybe bam out of bio you can say can guard one through five two through five whatever it is um but it felt more as if listen that everyone was very infatuated with the celtics come back this year right they were seven seed early on they ended up being two they went on this crazy run and the the heart of that run was based off they had the number one defense in basketball and you if you have a number one defense in basketball chances are the best player defensive player on that team is going to have a chance to win defensive player of the year so i don't know why jason tatum wasn't in the conversation <laughs> um but no do i care that marcus smart won defensive player of the year no it feels like it'll be one of those awards that in 20 years like or 10 years when you're looking at somebody's resume to talk about, is this person a hall of famer? It's like, wait, Marcus smart one defensive player of the year. What? It was like, yeah, everyone just gave it to him. So he'd shut up. Um, but on that note, Abe, I'm, I'm, I want to look up uh, the defensive player of the year in the past, but on that note of the, uh, what'd you call it? Like the, you just take it award. Uh, all right. Chill. Take it. Defensive player of the yeah. year award. On that note, literally, Mikhail Bridges tweeted and he was like, you know, all respect to smart. I'm glad he won it. Like he didn't yeah. even give a damn about it. No, yeah. And he didn't even make it about the championship. He wasn't like, I'm focused on bigger things. He was pretty much just like, dude, congrats. Like take it. We don't really care. All right. 
the last let's let's go through the last few years per like all right so it was gobert Giannis, gobert gobert which by the way harold bob did say gobert's probably the defensive player of the year but the thing i actually don't harold bob's an analytics guy but that's a, that's the weird thing is then every postseason you watch him get exposed on the perimeter and i i question like is that just a jazz coaching thing or like i know they're not doing as much in the regular season because you play normal rotation like how could you argue that he's that's why he didn't win the award because of the last couple of years in the playoffs so gobert Giannis, gobert gobert draymond Kawhi twice Joachim noah marcus all tyson chandler dwight howard three times yeah lebron still talks about that marcus all defensive player of the year award yeah yeah he does uh kg marcus camby ben wallace ron Arts- i mean it's an elite list of guys. Michael Jordan won it once. Uh, yeah, besides, I guess, Marcus Saul and, and Marcus Smart. So, yeah, maybe we look back and we say, why did Marcus Smart win? I think to your point, no one really cares. But I just wanted to give the fam a little bit of context to, to some numbers because we don't do that enough here. All right, Eagle Sim. Speaking of numbers, you have some school updates for us. I do have some school. Do we have a Camille update, more importantly? Mm. (laughs) We do not have a Camille update. I never, she never reached out. I don't think she heard the episode. Mm. Give her some more time. We don't approve of her anyway, then. Yeah. (laughs) So did you guys ever do like awards for like your your senior year? Yeah, I won them. All of them? Most. Yeah. Okay. Superlatives is the word. I believe you're referring to like most likely to be president. Yes, or prime yes, minister, exactly. Yeah, those. So well, I, I got those today and I'm actually nominated for a few. Would you guys like to hear them? Yes. <laughs> Here we yes. go. Yeah. <laughs> so naturally best hair is one of them. Really? What's that look? Of course. Can I get a two side profiles? Maybe not a great day. Probably. I do like I do like his Jew frau, even though I don't think he's Jewish. I you do look like I'm not Jewish. You look well, like don't be Walmart so out of that. Well, you look like Walmart Jack Harlow, like rolled out of bed. <laughs> Walmart Jack, Jack Harlow. I'll like take that. Guys. I will yeah. take that all day. Okay. Um, I do want to real quick, not to not to yeah. cut you off. Breaking news: Jay Wright is yeah, con- contemplating retirement this offseason at the age of 60 meeting with his family and making final decisions yeah new head coach of the philadelphia 76ers jay wright <laughs> he's been linked to us for so many years it's just wait till he wants to get out of college but anyway continue ahead, Wilson. by the way i'm gonna want pictures in our group text of actually i'm gonna want can we post these people on the instagram and say vote for russell high's best hair and put eagleson in these two people i don't think so i think it's just like with it it's like the yearbook class or something okay unbiasedly speaking unbiasedly how i don't even think that's a word no no, no. do you think you're gonna win do you think you're gonna win best hair based off the who would harold bob pick for best hair (laughs) i don't care to me because this is obviously a popularity contest which is why you're fucked yeah like i I, i'm not so sure i'm gonna win this one but there is others that i'm a bit more confident about So the next one I'm nominated for is worst case of senioritis. Oh, that's fire. I am so proud of you. for Yeah, that's actually I I was I I was going to say I wanted to thank you guys for that one. Yeah. So 
if I win that one, you guys are definitely going to That be means easy. you've been the biggest piece of shit for the last eight months, and I couldn't be prouder of you. Yeah, it, pretty much. So, I mean, that's kind of where I was going for, and it looks like I've succeeded. So, Jeff, did you ever think that we would ruin a kid's childhood? <laughs> uh, teach him. We're getting them rings. We're getting them rings. Yeah. yeah. Um, next one, most likely to never be seen after grad. Oh, you're an Irish exit type of guy. Exactly. I like that. Yeah. I am that's kind of my vibe. Abe's hung around yeah. his high school friends, definitely, but not high school. I'm not saying like, Abe's face <laughs> dropped as if I'm like saying he's I like, you're like, I was lurking around the halls nine <laughs> years later. <laughs> no, not like that. But like, all right, did you go to like a five year uh, anniversary, Abe, like of high school? I, it was during COVID probably. So maybe not five. Yeah, ten years. I did. But it was like the last place I wanted to be on planet Earth. I only went because right. my friends wanted to go. Right uh okay yes no, yeah i would never go to it was an like open that. bar or whatever yeah, some okay. yeah okay yeah um and then the last one is most likely to have their own reality tv show and i think that's also just because of you guys hmm. okay are our names yeah. known around the russell high hallways jack's probably not is. not really but like the fact that like i'm i work with you guys is known i think I feel like your job. It's a small enough be... high school. Listen, like at the end of the day, the hair is nice. The the uh, the MIA one is nice. Yeah, but we need you to bring home the senioritis title. We yeah, need that. I Eagles really in. want. If there's that. any campaigning that Jack and I can do, you mm-hmm. should put it on your story. Vote for me for biggest fuck up of the year. We yeah. need that award. <laughs> I really want that one. That's are you eligible for multiple or you can only win one? Um, so I actually have some sources from from the inside. And those are the from ones that in journalism class. <laughs> yeah. So and and my, my sources are telling me that I'm a I'm a heavy favorite for uh, most likely to never be seen after grad. And the others don't have enough information. Yet. Eagleson top flake. Wouldn't have expected that. <laughs> I think it's also because I'm moving pretty far for school. Like not as many. That kids. You're going to fucking England. <laughs> yeah, going to England. So is that not normal that one would like go a couple hours away to college? It like not maybe not as common as you guys think. Like a lot of kids do stick around here or like far like they don't maybe go like three hours absolute most like i'm going like six and a half hours like that's probably are one you of getting on a plane ones. for college no i'm gonna have to drive and like bring all my shit i drove four and a half four I hate, hours I, for i hate driving i hate long road trips anything at like i think a long road a brutal trip is anything above four hours four hours is long yeah but tolerable anything above four like five is so a painful. long road trip yeah we have what's the longest you've ever done Abe? Uh, from Penn State to Michigan, I believe was like six, seven hours or something. Drove. And you actually drove, not like a bus or anything. No, I drove. Yeah, I split it. I, I think I drove one way and someone drove the way home. But I've done a yeah, lot of so four-hour drives like to Columbus or Columbus, I think, was five hours from Penn State. Um, but I think those are the only ones, yeah. I did a 14 hours to Prince Edward Island, and that was wow. absolutely awful. You guys don't definitely know where that is, but. You drove to oh. an island. Um, it's a pr- doesn't, yeah, it's not bridges. an island then. Firm believer, if you can't, if you have to, <laughs> it's, you can drive it's to a it, province it's an and it's called Prince Edward Island. Okay, it is an island, so it's not an island. Long Island, not an island. Definitely not. What about <laughs> not Manhattan? an island? What about Manhattan? Definitely not an island. If you can drive to it, it's not an island. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't know My if longest... I agree with that. I'll accept ferries like too. Fire Island, Island. 
Of course. But if you can drive to it, not an island. I don't know. All right. I think. Uh, it's are, do you also get hockey on this episode? I I wanted to save it for. Yeah, I don't want to hear it honestly. Next week because that'll <laughs> be next next week's Wednesday episode is going to be the two days before playoffs start. So I want to get all the predictions and all that Perfect. stuff into that episode. Perfect. I could go okay. without hockey. Big night of television on. I had a meeting with MSG Networks and they're doing like a bunch of stuff around the Rangers in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, do you want to like do stuff or hockey? Like what's your interest level? I'm like, I didn't one minute, one minute a week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one minute a week is about my interest level. Get, uh, so will you also prep a second minute about Rangers hockey? Like the full update for their yeah, entire I can do season that. and playoff for you. Okay. Yeah, totally. Do Jack's dirty work. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Eagleson. <laughs> final thoughts. Um, I am a Raptors fan. Screw you, Abe. Okay. Then keep I hope you're a Raptors fan in the next four days, too. I will be. Okay. And then you'll be four a Leafs fan. It'll be longer than that. I think this thing's done on Saturday. We'll Abraham, see. final thoughts. I think this thing is done on Saturday. All right. Go Raptors. Gary Trent is playing, by the way. Oh, sick. Ooh. What about Thaddy Barnes? No, he's not. What about Thaddeus Young? Uh, doubtful. Oh, it's my guy. All right, Snapback fam, much love. Peace. Three, two, one. Yeah, Jay Wright is definitely a Sixers coach. All right, I'm going to end the Zoom, Eagleson. I will. So we might not need to record separate audio. I mean, let me know how the audio comes through. Yeah, I'm like, I'll have to play with it in Anchor and see how this works. You can upload a video version of the podcast to Spotify, and then it just kicks the audio. So if it just is picking up our mics, it shouldn't matter. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so play around. Let me know. It's going to take a minute to download the Zoom. Mm-hmm. So you're just going to have to do it in yeah. a little bit. It's just like it, it takes the zoom audio with that, obviously. Yeah. So it's not going to be as clean and I won't be able to like put on the D noise or any of that shit on it. Yeah. No, it'll, I guess I can still do that, but it'll go for everything. Obviously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There, I mean, we may have to have you like layering, like just using the video, putting our audios on it, like syncing it up. But right. for tonight, let's just try, you know, step-by-step. Step. Yeah. All right, lads. Good luck to both of you. Peace. Both of us. Raptors. Six. Yeah. Raptors only.